0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Keep JOY on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: For hundreds of years, anthropologists have studied the social
2: relationships of human beings and none have been more confounding than what they call the different strokes effect. Meet Jade Gulliver, a charmingly low-maintenance, amicable sci-fi fan and avid podcaster. And David Lim, a top-model-strutting, goldfish-loving, walking jukebox. So, can you handle the difference? Get ready for difference Strokes. It takes different strokes to move the world Yes, in the
1: Get ready for a different Strut's take on music. Jade, I feel like there's about, you know, maybe there's confetti about to fall from the ceiling. I would never do something that... This mm, extravagant yeah. and flamboyant? Yeah. But it's like, well, this is like one of your favourite, favourite, favourite artists coming out with a new single yep. for the first time in years. Three years. In three years. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't call for confetti falling from, you know, the ceiling here at Joy, then I don't know what, I don't know what will.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I know. uh, Our pick of the week, Dave, this week is Tegan and Sarah's new single, Closer. Tegan and Sarah. You see,
1: I'm a very good um, faux lesbian to know who Tegan and Sarah is, and I think (laughs) I actually do have one of their albums. Yeah. But they're really big with the lesbian community, aren't they?
3: Well, they are lesbians. (laughs) That Um, helps. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, and they're also a girl group, and, and, you know, they're... Uh, They've been around – the the album that will be out, um, which uh, Closer comes from, uh, Heartthrob, uh, that comes out in January, will be their seventh album. So they've been around like, Mm. you know – years. They're about to have as
1: many albums as Rihanna. So, yeah, you know, I would say that's pretty prolific. (laughs) Now, Jade, talk to me about their new single, Closer, because I heard Mm -hmm. that they recently appeared on David Guetta's album. So I thought they might have gone full-blown dance music like
3: Sia. Well, so I'd I'd say, you know, there was some sense on their last album, Sainthood, which was out in 2009, that they were kind of starting to head to a, a more electronic and i'll put that in inverted commas <laughs> uh sound uh in that the songs were a bit more um you know they're really known for these sort of ballady type um you know angsty love type songs uh, and their harmonies which y- you've got here in closer as well you know they're really great when they sing together and you know especially when they're live as well um but what they've done here is I would say it falls somewhere between Sainthood and David Guetta.
1: Oh, my
3: goodness.
1: I'm not sure how, what what to think of this, Jade, because David Guetta is pretty mainstream and pretty out there. I yeah. Mean, yeah, It's almost overdone. So I hope that and I haven't heard closer, you guys. So this is yeah. like a world first for me um, as well, if you haven't heard it. Um, so, look, I'm hoping that it's not too far you know, to the floor, kind of, you know, heavy beats.
3: It's definitely not. I just think that they are It's driving
1: electro-indie, Yeah, it?
3: and I think they're just trying to go for, you know, a bit more... There's a bit more sound involved. It's a bit more, uh, like, you know, it's not just those, you know, the two of them just, you know, kind of playing together yep, it's anymore. Yeah, not just a like band. Like it's Plinking around league. on their pianos, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, And, you know, what I really love about Tegan and Sarah, too, is how involved they are in, like, building anticipation around a song. Okay. Uh, You know, like... If you look at, you know, you know like your pop stars, they do like these big things, but you can tell that it's kind of done by their promo people. It's not. So you're
1: talking about like, you know, before a single comes out, there'll be like photos on Instagram and, yeah, yeah. you know, video teasers and lyric videos. Exactly. So what, how's this different with Tegan and Sarah? Well, I'm sure you know, they do the same thing. They
3: go, you know, they announce, they're actually doing the tweeting oh, and they're come doing on. like the Q&A, you know, they'll do a Twitter Q&A. They'll say, oh, look, we're releasing this. They'll, you know, they organize to go do, like, you know, they announce little videos, so they'll do, like, a short video. And they do this um, in the um, lead-up to this album. So while they were recording this album, they did sort of these um, making-of videos that were, like, these short episodes called Carpool Confessionals where they just sit there and banter with each other. You know, it's just a... It feels like a bit more of an experience to be involved in. Something so it feels like, like you were
1: making the album along with them.
3: Well, you feel like you you know them and you're there, and you know, like you kind of get to know like their relationship as well. Mm. I mean, their sister, their twins. They're, so there's that kind of thing as well. But um, yeah, interesting. Cho- I really like it, but it has been a bit divisive with oh, some Tegan and Sarah with fans. With the
1: Tegan and Sarah fans. So yeah. okay, whether you're new or old, Tegan and Sarah fan. Here is Closer, the yeah. new single, You're On Joy. Earlier, well, say late last week, I was having a chat with good old Chappelle from the Chappelle Show here at Joy, mm-hmm. Saturdays at 5 o'clock. Um, now she, this is something that's, you know, a bit of an insight into a straight woman's world because it's been a while since I caught up with some of my straight girlfriends and had a chat and I've kind of maybe lost sight about what it's like, um, for some straight women to go out in the clubbing and dating scene. Yeah. So she was just telling me about how, you know, there are some friends that you just don't. Take out with you uh, for a night out, uh, especially if you're trying to pick up because they will you know dominate the conversation and maybe cock block a little and <laughs> i don't know just just get a bit competitive you yeah. know,
3: they're, they're just situations that I mean you love your friends so they want to, they want the guy or is it like Yeah. Or they just don't want, you know, the friend to pick up.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe they want the guy. Maybe they just want the attention. I don't know. But love your friends. But you got to know who to take with you. Mm -hmm. Single boys and girls. You know what I'm talking about. You got to know which friend to take with you when you go out. You know, you need a good wingman or wingwoman Mm -hmm. for these types of situations. And it kind of got me thinking, Jade, because, you know, I've been out. Here and there. Yeah. Not so much in the last few months. But, you know, one of my best friends, Jeff, is like the perfect wingman, I feel. Yeah. Perfect wingman, I tell you. He has this – he's so perceptive. Like, you know, sometimes he'll be like, you know, maybe he goes to the toilet. We've been dancing on the dance floor. He goes to the toilet, comes back, sees me dancing with some guy, and he would just come over, tap me on the shoulder and go – handle your business. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, girl, handle your business. And I'll be like turning around and go, wait, what? where are you going? I'm, this is this is an old uni friend I haven't seen in years. Like, there's, yeah. there's nothing happening. You can stay. You don't have to go. <laughs> like, you know, he's just so perceptive. Like just in case anything happens, he doesn't want to be in the way. Yeah, And isn't that a mark of a good Wingman.
3: Well, yeah, too. and Dave, I, I used to go out quite a lot with you and some other single friends of ours. And it was interesting how um, guys would often approach me and like say, So, you know, your friend over there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, they're using me as like a conduit into, <laughs> Oh, so what's the situation over here?
1: Maybe it's because you seem more approachable You know, the rest of us are like dancing, you know, wildly to some Rihanna song You know, looking shameless But then
3: there's like, you know, the fag hag that goes up to the the guy and does the talking for them Oh, the brokering Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's, that's interesting, isn't it? I don't have that relationship with anyone really for me to go Do you know what? Can you go over there, talk to that person for me?
3: Doesn't that seem a bit like, you know, who would say yes to that though?
1: Oh, it seems very primary school. Yeah. If you're sending your friend to ask someone out for you, my or friend ask...
3: likes you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you. Yeah.
1: Um. Now, earlier, maybe a couple of weeks ago, you caught up with a band called Stars. Yeah, I
3: caught up with Torkel from uh, the band, the Canadian indie band Stars, about their latest album, um, which is called The North. Uh, they've been around for like twelve years, Dave. So, yeah, I had a chat with them. Uh, They've gone, you know, definitely sort of uh, indie pop but very uh, dancey type. But they've got, like, they interchange that with ballads. So, yeah, they're quite diverse.
1: So they do a bit of everything, really. Yeah, yeah. Except, you know, work with Jay-Z and Kanye. No, they,
3: no, do they don't do that. No.
1: Okay, that's a shame. If you
3: know, like, <laughs> the broken social scene or people like Feist or whatever, they're in sort of a collective with uh, with those kind of artists. So, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. cool. Well, look forward to hearing your interview now. The North
3: uh, is your sixth album and you've now been together, stars have now been together for uh, for 10 years. How do you Twelve. think? 12. 12 years. How do, yeah. how do you guys think you've changed um, in that time?
2: We've gotten older, <laughs> much, much older. I mean, God, if someone asked you, how have you changed in the last 12 years? That's, that's a pretty big question. Does that ref- the, answer, the answer, of course, is we haven't at all and we have completely. I mean, I think we've changed less than we've sort of gotten more like ourselves, really. Do
3: you, do you find that that's reflected? I mean, you talk about getting older. Do you find that reflects in the music that you make as well?
2: Uh, I, I mean, I think we started out making m- making records that we weren't really competent to make, so I think we've gotten better at making the kind of records we've always been trying to make. I think we chose a, uh, a form of making records that was quite nitpicky and quite complicated. You know, I think there's certain kinds of pop music you can make where you might find your energy flags and then your ability to make that kind of music flags. But I think we started out, as I say, making music that was a little too complicated, really, for us to pull off successfully. So it, it's been satisfying because I think we've gotten better at pulling it off.
3: Uh, the album has some great ballad-type songs, but you also find a balance with these synth-pop style tracks how did you approach the overall vibe to the album were you like oh we want to find a balance you know
2: yeah we wanted to we we wrote in in groups of uh, we you know we'd set ourselves up in a certain place with a certain kind of instrumentation and a certain recording approach and we would let those things dictate the kind of of the kind of songs we wrote and we'd write four or five of those and then we'd move on to another thing and we'd write four or five of those so you know there's some of the record- some of the record is made in a room <clears throat> on a very simple recording machine and some of it's made in a big fancy studio and um I think we wanted to do that because over the course of our career stars have made records in in bedrooms and in extremely big and expensive studios and everything in between and we really wanted to make a record that was. A, a greatest hits of songs that we'd never put out yet, you know? So we wanted to encompass all the different aspects of, of the band up until this point. and And um, so we quite consciously put ourselves into different circumstances and let that circumstance dictate the way the music sounded, really.
3: You obviously sing lead vocals, but uh, Amy has been at, on this album, performs quite a few uh, lead vocals on some songs. Do you approach a song differently when you're writing that song? Like, do you go, oh, this one's for Amy, this one's for me, or...?
2: Yeah, sometimes I do that, but, you know, (laughs) Amy writes a lot too. So, I mean, this is a band that every song is touched by all five people in the band. We're a a full democracy. Every vote, every penny we make and every penny we spend and every T-shirt and every lyric and everything is up for debate. So while people bring what their talents are to the table ultimately it has to go through the ringer of of having it be responded to by everybody in the band and having everyone have a chance to have input on it. That's just the way we decided a long time ago we were going to make records. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I write lyrics, I tend to decide in advance, I'm going to make a duet here for me and Amy, or I'm going to make a song for Amy, or I'm going to make a song for me. But often that doesn't really work that way. You start out with a plan and then what ends up happening is what ends up happening, you know, or very often I'll write something and there'll be a blank space in it. And Amy, like in the theory of relativity, I hadn't written anything in the chorus. So Mm -hmm. I wrote the verses and Amy came up with a hook for the chorus.
3: Do you ever have moments where you originally think, oh, this song is for me, and then you start recording or playing and you go, oh, Oh, no, no.
2: Absolutely. And vice versa, you know, like very often I'll write a song for Amy and and, uh, it just won't sort of Catch her somehow, so I'll end up having to sing it. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. We first heard
3: you start to do sort of the more dancey style tracks on uh, your last album, Five Goes. What is it about that particular style that appeals to you? Well, we'd always
2: we'd started out as that. I mean, if you listen to our first record, it's. All drum machines, there's Mm -hmm. just hardly any real drums on it, and mostly synthesizers. And, you know, when the band started, we were very, the the way that we approached music was very much the way we wanted to make collage music, and we wanted to make electronic music that was pop-based. And that really hasn't changed. It's interesting to me. I I, I noticed that people hear, you know, on a certain album, they'll say, oh, I think I feel like every single record we make, people say, oh, stars have gone electronic on this record. (laughs) We've, We've sort of always been electronic. It's just that we put a lot of organic instrumentation into the middle of it.
3: So that was uh, my chat with Torkel from the band Stars.
1: One thing I really like about that interview is how he said that everyone in a band had full democracy. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow, that would just take ages to do anything. Like that would, I would actually struggle in that setting. You see, I would be that person in a boy band who feels like he knows everything and should definitely control marketing and promotions for every single every album, and you know, make
3: all these kind of self, decisions. Never been a boy band with
1: Dave. Never been a boy band with me because there will be no democracy. Yeah. I am the dictator. I'd
3: be the ugly one up the back anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'd be the one in one direction that gets shoved in a phone booth for the album cover.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, and who gets to sing like the rap. <laughs> <laughs> the rap is the good part
1: these days, Jade. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, do you remember the last time you went out and how, like, you, you were telling me how you need to, like, sleep a day before going out and all yeah, that? Yeah, and I... I
3: can't talk to anyone during the day. Really? Yeah. What are you, Celine Dion, no, before a gig? I, like, I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert, so uh, I, like, get very exhausted by other people. <laughs> like, you know, that's a, a quality of people who are introverts is that they get exhausted by other people. So you need to, They're, like, not overdo it before yeah, you go out. Because then it's like, you know, you're everyone's in, in that situation. Everyone's in your space, like, you're dancing together you know there are lots of people who you don't know there's lots of noise and different like interactions happening it's just a bit exhausting so i need to sort of wean myself off you know social interactions before the night out yeah exactly
1: well jade you know it's been a while since you and i hit the floors together and um i don't think you've ever we were talking about you know what what makes a good wingman or wingwoman before Mm -hmm. uh you know for single folks out there who want to pick up yeah what qualities do you look for in a friend to help you in those situations? Yeah. I don't think that you and I have ever had this kind of um, hookup before. I feel a bit
3: weird about that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. You, you, I mean, you seem quite happy to get gay men's attention, for yourself, but you don't feel like passing any of that on to me.
3: Well, see, I don't, I, I don't assume to know what what works for another gay man with a gay man. So I don't want to. And but you know my type. Yeah, come but plus on. we've got like a very brother sister relationship. So you don't want to see somebody make out with me on the floor. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, It's exactly. just too close to. Exactly, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: very special important announcement because you know jade we don't often get greeted by joy dignitaries.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very like there's a lot of pressure right now because we've got like the program manager looking at us and the president of joy looking at us i and know like, and i just
1: hit the cd player funny and a bit fell out <laughs> <laughs> it is not cute i think that right, was we, deliberate
4: yeah, yeah we'll talk about that later uh, good morning jade and dave <laughs> uh, look i i am here today in my official capacity as program director yeah and um you guys have no idea why we're here today. No. You? Absolutely no, no, idea. no idea. All I said to you was, I need a little bit of time on your show yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm joined here this morning by the president of Joy, current president of Joy, in probably one of her very almost last official duties before she retires <laughs> at the AGM on Monday. Yeah. Uh, welcome, Breed. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Now, this is Hi, a This is a very special occasion, in fact, isn't it? And I'm going to leave it to you to to, to do it now.
0: It is, guys. Um, I have the great pleasure of letting you know that you have been voted by your peers and um, the Programming Committee at Joy for the Adam Stobbs Broadcast Award for 2012.
1: What? What? Hang on a
0: minute. <laughs> Girl, where's the confetti? We
1: need to let like, <laughs> like that rain from the ceiling right now.
0: I need to tell you uh, what the criteria are, okay? Well, you both know who Adam was, mm. and this award is in Adam's honour for excellence in um, creating programming that fulfils joy, joy Mission Statement and has demonstrated over the past 12 months the capacity to connect, represent, and celebrate our diverse community through programming that uplifts Informs and empowers when nominating um, you you were the reason you were voted because these were the things that were considered by the people for for the nominees respect our community's diversity through inclusiveness, connect through passionate communication, present with integrity, empower our community, and be transparent and accountable for actions now in the statement that was made by the nomination Of you two as this award Um, the statement says that you have made an amazing switch from evening program to daytime and breakfast which is even more of a challenge they believe you deserve the nomination because of the fact that you represent diversity at the station and the fact that you are a gay and lesbian presenter and producers working together, you have a great rapport and in the many years you've worked together you have ensured quality diversity and inclusion So congratulations from everyone at Joy. I'd like you to know (laughs) that there were many nominations, but that giving the award to you was unanimously voted on by the board. Unanimous. Oh,
3: Thank you thank so you. much I can't even I, Guys This is just like <laughs> Speechless I, Like it's hard to get words out of me At any time So
1: But I'm like Did you see my hands I was like clutching my chest <laughs> yeah. If there were pearls around my neck I'd be clutching my pearls yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much Bree. Thank you so much Joy yeah. Thank yeah. you Chris That's
4: alright Now Bree has a couple of Uh, uh actual uh, certificates to show that you actually have your Adam Stobbs Award for Broadcast Excellence here, which uh, both her and the chair of the program committee still need to sign but we'll get that done (laughs) for you
0: We we won't let that get in the way of the good story and we'll take the photo, nobody will notice the signature (laughs) Thank
1: you so
4: much, we're so honoured From my my perspective as program director, uh, when I came on in January, I never expected to be uh, hit with a challenge of finding a uh, new breakfast show for Thursday morning and I have to take credit for being instinctively uh, inspired to ask you one evening um, just at the at a whim and realising of course that it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made to actually ask you that question and you guys have done everything I've asked of you, everything uh, that a station such as ours asks of its presenters and the, the award is it's not only about technical excellence it's about representing everything we are uh, f- through our mission statement and you guys jade and david the 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 whole idea of different strokes five years on still holds true today representing both the differences and the similarities between the gay and lesbian community and you do that so well and you bring it back to that Every week, week after week, and I congratulate you for being uh, such amazing representatives of our station.
1: Thank you so thank much. You, oh my you had formidable
0: competition, but you're considered to be technically impeccable, <gasps> as well as your wonderful ethics and spirit.
1: Oh, thank you so much. You know, Jade, I'm just pff, shaking right now. Yeah, it is <laughs> might break. Yeah, might break something for real. Yeah, just play
3: your song, Dave. Seriously. Take me
1: back. Now, Jade, coming up after this, you've got your app review, which so many people look forward to every single week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I feel like, you know, if you were to have a solo career after different strokes. It would
3: just be reviewing apps. Yeah, yep. that would be it. Yeah.
1: You know, you, you'd you be the Beyonce of the group. That's fine. I, I, I completely <laughs> I'm understand. pretty
3: sure the app review would make me like the Michelle. Oh,
1: Please, no, you're Beyonce. I'd much rather be Michelle. I'm more likely to put out a gospel album. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're listening to Different Strokes here on Joy 94.9.
3: That makes Brett Kelly Rowland, you know. Oh, no, that means I have to sing songs about (laughs) rude things (laughs) (laughs) with David Goiter.
1: Welcome to Different Strokes Online. Logging to hear Jade and Dave's perspectives on
0: online media.
4: The internet should not, not not be used as a high-tech babysitter. We need to make sure that when our kids surf the web, they don't drown.
1: Now here comes the time where you know same time every week we Mm -hmm. like to talk about what app is happening what is what app is happening and jump in in your phone yeah because I can never really keep up I know you make these recommendations on a weekly but I just don't have time
3: well see I I've taken it on as a thing now yeah it's your thing I'm I'm already testing out next week week's app this week yeah because it's you've got to sort of have a couple of weeks yeah Uh, anyway uh, my app review this week is uh, an app called. Undrip. It's only available on iOS at the moment, but basically, uh, to explain what it is, it is not a gaming app, Dave. Uh, it is a, an app that pulls together Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Path, Pinterest, uh, all into one interface. So if we're thinking about something like Flipboard, mm. uh, how this is different is it does filter, like Flipboard does interest-based stuff. So you can say, oh, I want to do, I'm interested in these kinds of things, so show me this kind of content. Mm. Um, the Undrip is also content-based, but it is also, um, it is... Purely around it, sort of uses an algorithm where it's tracking uh, what you're engaging with. So it'll, so when you're, if you're more interested in something, it brings that in, it's more likely to bring that content in. Okay.
1: So, question you mentioned before that it pulls stuff from Facebook and Twitter and all that. So, Mm -hmm. with Facebook, you know, like some people have like a thousand friends or something, but Facebook only shows you like maybe, I don't know, two dozen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, only two dozen of your closest friends Mm -hmm. show up on your uh, Facebook stream. Does this then? And, uh look at the interaction on your Facebook account and pick stuff that, you know, with from friends yeah, that you want to interact with. and it's
3: content-focused too. They say they, they won't pull in Farmville updates. They won't pull in things like, status, uh, things like uh, your status updates or check-ins. I
1: would be very, very interested to see if this works because, you know, I have a number of friends on Facebook that, you know, do serve up a variety of content mm-hmm. that I quite enjoy from time to time. But, you know, some friends I would just much rather only hear about their lives. Yeah. Um, other friends, not so much. Yeah. You know, so, some people I'm interested in their opinion on music. So maybe I could, you know, work out a way of only getting music posts from some friends.
3: Yeah, so Can they do that? Well, see, that's, that's what they're saying is where like their big selling point is we're going to follow your social behaviour and then filter out all of the useless noise in between. So it is still in beta. Uh, it's invites at the moment. So uh. you do have to sort of wait and sign up. I got like a personal email from the CEO to say oh let us here's my personal email address and phone number let us know what you think of it like that's how like that's how low rent we are at the moment like they're very early on in the piece. Um, Do you want to
1: take a moment to stop and pick up that name you just dropped?
3: No but I'm some
1: CEO of some app creation company. he
3: would do that to everyone he wouldn't just do that to me (laughs) that's what I'm saying like because it's invite only at the moment they're sort of um, you know, they're sort of getting as much feedback as they can okay. from everyone, and, so, and you can actually, um, you know, you can share using the Undrip uh, app as well. So, keep so it's that in called mind. Undrip. Undrip. It will be available for you, mere mortals, if you're on iOS. <laughs>
1: soon um yeah unless you're jade you know who gets vip access to all these you know apps in testing mode (laughs) i don't even know how you got on this list girl um but yeah
3: you know uh, my girlfriend asked me yesterday uh do you have google plus i was like i was on google plus when i was invite only (laughs)
1: it's like girl please i made google (laughs) plus when i got on google plus it was like when oprah got on twitter like everyone got on google plus after jade got on google plus (laughs) okay So you need to you need to tell her the truth. Yeah,
3: now everyone's left. Yeah, <laughs> because you're not using it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to catch up with us during the week, you can. Uh, if you go to joy.org.au/slash/different strokes, there you'll find a link to our website, which has our blog and our podcast. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. We're tweeting and facebooking all the time. So I've posted some pictures this morning, Dave of. Uh, Gillian Anderson with the S.E.B., you know, if you want to see that.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, my favourite pop star, your favourite TV star. Yeah. World's Colliding.
3: Yeah, World's Colliding there. Lyrics video for uh, Tegan and Sarah's uh, album, uh, new song, Closer, is up on our, our Facebook and Twitter. at the Yeah, and so. you've also
1: got, we have our interview with stars before that you had a chat with them. Yeah. Got their song up on there as well. Yeah. It's all happening. We're all connected.
3: Later we might put a picture of us with that award up. Oh, goodness. Very honoured. <laughs>